Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio every day from one until four, and then after four o'clock, it's uh, called John and Ken on demand. It's the podcast, same as the radio show, so there's no excuse for missing anything. And you could you could uh, be listening to us all Thanksgiving weekend continuously. Well, there's a treat. Beats the hell out of your family, believe me. Way more entertaining. Uh, the piles of wooden pallets that were stored along with combustible liquids under the 10 freeway had been troubling, troubling is a good word, Caltrans and state fire officials for at least three years before it all went up in flames. Uh, about a week or nine days ago, whatever, what and caused the closure of the freeway. Who's this writer? Rachel Uranga? Uranga. Uranga? What, yeah. what is this? It was troubling them. It, it, when you're troubled. I guess it was written in the documents. I'm troubled, said the fire <laughs> inspector. I. <laughs> what does that mean? There were troubled. Well, here's one guy's words. Well, no, this was the Federal Aviation, the Federal Highway Administration. But... Um, Apparently, inspectors had been there many, many times over the past three years. Caltrans officials sent a letter to the guy that was leasing this property. Numerous violations regarding the storage of hazardous materials. Inspector Daryl Matt said a foreman, Matthew Herrera, promised that the safety hazards would be cleaned up by the next month. Well, they never were. Uh, then there was a surprise inspection by Caltrans and the office of the, the, office of the state fire marshal. On August 16th of 2022, that's going pretty high up the chain there. 
This lease has numerous violations of lease terms, including dogs on lease, multiple high pile issues, solvents, oils, fuels, and other things expressly prohibited by the lease. This is Myatt who wrote this in his report. Inspector Daryl Myatt. This is a filthy, unmaintained lease. Evict tenant and start over, he wrote in the notes. All right, so Inspector Daryl Myatt wrote that, and then uh, they had asked a foreman uh, of the property who promised the safety hazards would be cleaned up by the next month. So then what happens? They issued a three-day eviction notice a year later and filed a lawsuit, lawsuit, but never actually removed all the dangerous materials. Right. I mean, solvents, oils, fuels, the pallets uh, piled up to the sky. So I, well, how come no one from that particular office at Caltrans sent a crew, or the fire marshal, sent a crew and said, okay, everybody out and load these things on the back of a truck and drive it all away? confiscate it, burn it somewhere. I don't see. That's the part that's not explained in any of this. We know what happened. We, we the paperwork's been out for, uh, for days now. Okay. There were all these inspections. There were all these complaints. There was all this stuff in writing. And then nobody got up in the morning, got into a truck, brought a couple of crew members with them, stopped the truck at the overpass and said, Hey, we're, we're confiscating all this. This is a fire hazard. Get out of the way. Yeah. I mean, that would have taken how long? Get it, get you know, get a get a half a dozen trucks. What are they doing all day? <laughs> what do they do? I think, especially people in government work, it's always litigiousness that stops them. We're going to get sued over this. We have to do this properly. We can't just go no. down there and take all that stuff off that property. No. We need to go to court and file paperwork to do this right. When a but then fire- you're talking about months. There was, there was not even going to be heard in court until next February, this when, case. When a fire marshal declares an immediate emergency, I think they have wide latitude. To I would execute. hope so. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, where's Newsom where government's on the go what? and we step right in there and get this something done, right? Oh, he's all crowing about getting the freeway reopened. Well, what about getting right on this when this has been going on for, for three years? What happens when there's an earthquake, right? What happens is uh, city workers show up and they, they red tag homes. Uh, they put uh, police tape around the homes, and you can't get in anymore. Why? Because it's a hazard. The house might fall on your head. And that's done immediately. And nobody goes to court and stops it because they have uh, broad powers to declare an emergency. And that's what this was. This was it. Obviously, it was. Look, look what happened. All you needed was the homeless guy to start the fire, and then that weirdo showed up who they hadn't found yet. Oh, the guy in the... Yeah. Surveillance uh, footage. Oh, excuse me. Maybe he's not a homeless guy. Maybe he's... Yeah, we uh, don't know that. You're jumping sure. to conclusions. You know, um, he, might, he might be a tech executive. I think he's an AI guy, in fact. He's just an arsonist. He's just a, a pyromaniac who was out there looking for the right place to burn. No. I'm, we're probably going to find out he's a homeless person with mental health issues. Oh, of course. When they catch up with him. Uh, this is This property was one of... Oh, and by the way, Caltrans did issue a three-day eviction notice a year later. August 24th of this year, then filed suit against this company. And uh, yeah. they owe, of course, they owe background too. But, but of course, but, this was not going to make, it has to go through the courts. But then. That's, right. Gavin, but that's Gavin Newsom changing the subject. That's a legal case. Of course, they take months. What I'm, what, what, yeah, you're I'm, talking about, about a real fire emergency. A fire emergency. That's separate from the legal case. They want to get back rent from him. 
Okay, good. The court is the proper uh, route to take to get the back rent. That's not an earth-shaking matter. What's the earth-shaking matter is all the flammable materials and the homeless people living underneath who frequently have open flames, who frequently set fires for a purpose or otherwise. Now, now I, I don't think they can ever explain away that people at Caltrans and people in the, in the fire marshal's office, the state fire, they did just simply refused to do their work properly. Just did, didn't it? And what else were they doing? Sitting in chairs, have, oh, I'm sure, diversity and equity meetings, right? I, I, I mean, what, what, I don't, if the most important thing besides putting out fires is to prevent fires from happening. And you sent guys down there and you said, wow, this place is going to blow. And then you do nothing. I mean, here it is again. They filed the eviction notice on August 24th, but the case was expected to be heard early next year. Can't you go to a judge or a court and say, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't just evicting a tenant from like an apartment. This is evicting dangerous fire materials from underneath the freeway. We need you to hear this case now. And I'm sure they would have won. If he didn't pay his rent and they had all sorts of dangerous materials they weren't allowed to store there. Sorry for these businesses, but uh, they're just as they probably didn't know exactly what the rules were. And this uh, weird company that was leasing the property from Caltrans probably just uh, looked for these uh, migrant workers who needed a place to uh, to do their businesses. And they didn't ask a lot of questions. Right. So they allowed the migrant workers to keep flammable materials under a freeway. Yeah, as long as you pay the rent, just put whatever you want in there. All right. Wh whoever decides that that's a good idea ought to be removed from Caltrans immediately because that, that, that those humans are dangerous. People who think, well, let's let the migrants earn their living and they can stack up flammable materials under the freeway. Anybody with that bad judgment? And that is horrendous judgment. They should be taken out now. Anybody in the fire marshal's office, same thing. If, if the fire marshal's office can't figure out that they ought to be removing all the flammable materials, you might as well. Six times they visited the property in just over three years, Caltrans did. And they just did an inspection on October 5th. It was barely a month and a half before this fire went. And again, all they do is, they, like you said, they just take notes. Oh, it's dangerous here. Uh, they ought to evict you right away. And all right, all right. Somebody file a lawsuit. Nobody, you're right, nobody felt the emergency but, of this. But, but here's what we get. This is another companion piece in the El Segundo Propaganda Times. Taryn Luna wrote about Governor Gavin Newsom got his victory lap. Sporting a brown jacket, jeans, and a baseball cap as he stood on the 10 freeway, the governor announced that all the lanes of the roadway would reopen ahead of his, ahead of his uh, prediction, which, of course, was a fake prediction. But right. what he was doing was holding a circus act on the, on the freeway with Kamala Harris and, uh, uh, and, and uh, Karen Bass to distract everybody from the boring details of the case, which is his fire marshal... And his uh, Caltrans department completely botched this up, criminally neglectful, utterly incompetent. And he's standing on the freeway babbling away like in that clip we played yesterday. And they say he was motivated because his poll ratings now are so low. His approval ratings down to 44 percent. 
and he wants to run for president. So this, this whole... Oh, this is right off that dopey uh, China trip. Right. And so, he saw the articles that said that people think you're not doing anything about well, what's going on at home. Oh, the perfect crisis to address. Let me hop right on this and act like we can do this in days. And how, he did do it in days. How, how much time did he spend in Israel? How much time did he spend in China? How much time did he spend entertaining the uh, his uh, partner there, the Chinese communist leader? Uh, how much time did he spend clean, cleaning up the uh, dead fentanyl bodies in San Francisco? Those poor guys who bought fentanyl uh, that originated in China. How much time did he spend on that? How much time did he spend on Caltrans? Because they, the the, the National Transportation, was it the Transportation Safety Board? Uh, yeah, in 2017, sent out a national warning, be vigilant, look for combustible materials under bridges. Because a similar fire in 2017 shut, shut down a stretch of Interstate 85 in Atlanta. In turn, Caltrans sent out the same memo here in California. They got it from the federal government. They sent it out here. Hey, everybody look under the bridges. Clear them all out. Newsom didn't do it. His Caltrans director didn't do it. His state fire marshal didn't do it. But he's in Israel and China and cleaning the bodies up in San Francisco. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, you know, we got homeless under the freeway. That was a story with the 10 freeway near downtown L.A. and the fire that closed the freeway for the better part of a week. And again, we don't deal with the real issue there. And it could be that a homeless person started the fire. We don't know yet. They have the surveillance footage picture of a suspect, but they have not uh, caught up with him yet as far as we know. Oh, I heard he, he was, he's one of the Lakers. Oh, that's yeah. not that far from like downtown, that? right? Yeah, he looked, in crypto? Yeah. yeah. I mean, every, it could be anybody, right? So It could be a very successful businessman, right? right. Who just could had be. a bad day. I could never be a homeless person, right? No. He was a scraggly They're telling of- us not to jump to conclusions, so we're trying to be nice. And I don't do what they tell me. Well, you didn't. You already scraggly vermin is what he looked like. A scraggly vermin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a knee brace and like a burn on his other leg. <laughs> so you got homeless under the freeways, and every now and then, and you've been hearing this a lot. It's not always followed up with a clear answer. There are homeless or pedestrians on the freeways. So this story started simmering yesterday when the El Segundo Times had a headline about a man who was shot to death by the California Highway Patrol on the 105 freeway. Today, we learn the story. And the headline in the El Segundo Times is Aspiring Actor, Homeless in L.A., Fatally Shot by CHP Officer on 105 Freeway. Boy, if, if, if the fix isn't in with that headline. Can I object? He never yeah. had an acting job. He was 33 Aspiring years Aspiring is the key word. Well, why would that be the first phrase you use to describe the story? Because they want you to know he was a human being with dreams. 33, he never got a job. And and so he, his, 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 his lead descriptor is aspiring actor? Well, to make us go, oh, I know. How they killed sad. a poor guy trying to make it in Hollywood. Who was walking down. Why would those nasty police officers kill a poor guy just trying to make it in Hollywood? I mean, here's what I got from this story after I read it, and I think it encapsulates the whole situation we're looking at. I feel bad for the police because we don't take the stinking homeless 
drug-addicted, mentally ill off the streets into conservatorship. They're out there wandering around, and they're going to cause trouble, whether it's setting fires or this guy was probably walking on the freeway, which is a real, real public safety hazard. I feel bad for the police because they're left to deal with this now. They have to encounter these people and try to figure out a way out of this, hopefully without killing them. We learned that somehow, oh, somehow, the struggling actor, his name is Jesse Dominguez, got a hold of one of the officer's tasers oh. and used it against him. Oh, gee. And then so, all bets were off. They shot him to you death. You notice the headline isn't, man who grabbed officer's taser <laughs> shot, shot by, to death. Right. right. Instead, it's, it's self-defense. Aspiring right. actor, homeless in L.A. Oh, that is so romantic, right? To be a struggling actor in L.A. Another artist. If you just read that headline, you'd think, oh, well, maybe he was driving along and he got a flat tire and he pulled over and the CHP came up and just blasted him, killed him. Um, And they have a picture of him smiling with his sister. Wow, that's emotionally manipulative as well. Now, if you scroll way down into the story, uh, the family describes him as uh, he struggled with bipolar disorder. And substance use disorder. Can you imagine what he was like at home? He's taking drugs and he's bipolar. Why did they show a picture of him smiling with his arm around his sister? Why don't you show him, uh, show us a photo of him in a bipolar rage or a drug-induced rage where he was threatening his family? Why don't we see that photo? Uh, The family tried to help him, but he was homeless. They offered him places to live, and apparently... He died not far from, I guess, a sober living place he was in, but I don't know whether he was actually staying there or just wandering around. He wasn't homeless. This is in Watts. He wasn't homeless. They offered him places to live, the family. They're trying to give him a roof, and he wouldn't live in the homes that they offered. So this is a lie. He wasn't homeless. He was just either so drugged up or so crazy that he chose to wander, wander on a freeway. He chose to pull a taser. The father said the failure to make it as an actor depressed him. We just felt that L.A. robbed him. The Hollywood scene what? sucked him in, wanting him to be that persona. What is that? What is the Hollywood scene? It must be the drugs and did, stuff. Did, and did he go? Partying and nightlife. Well, so don't do it. What, what about all the successful actors who are not drug addicts, who are not alcoholics? We didn't want to what? crush his dreams, said the father. You, you, a dream to... The stepmother said now she's turning on the police because of this. I used to really stand behind the blue. Yeah. Now this makes me see things in a new way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure there'll be a lawsuit. He he wanted to be an actor or singer, but he bounced around from job to job, mostly waiting tables. Maybe he was no good as an actor and no good as a singer. Maybe he didn't have the drive to actually. uh, I I mean, I've known people like this. They're constantly talking about what they want to do, but they don't execute. Yeah, they don't get it done, right? Yeah, right. You know, you have to, to get a, to get a particular job, you have to be qualified for it. Often you have to have some experience in it already. And then you have to go through whatever mechanism there is to apply for the job, interview for the job, find the uh, availability of the job, meet, uh, meet people who can give you the job. They, you know, everybody knows we've all done this. <coughs> You don't just get ordained a job. I mean, I, I, I'm, I can't stand, and this is their lead story. Their lead story, why? It's to make the police look bad. To make the police look like a bunch of murderous thugs. Oh, look at that. They just slaughtered an innocent, aspiring actor. Look at him smiling, his arm around his sister. 
all the stuff about the drug addiction, about the bipolar, all the stuff about him rejecting home after home from his family. Grabbing uh, the taser. Yeah, not able to hold a job for more than five minutes. Oh, the only you, thing that I do question is they apparently shut the freeway down. It was just this officer and this guy. I don't know. It says here he didn't really have any backup, the officer. Because I guess you could make the case that once he grabbed the taser, if there were several cops there, they could have jumped him and cuffed him and yeah. taken him into custody. But these two struggled on the ground. But, and then apparently the CHP officer just took out his gun and killed him. Maybe this cop screwed up. Maybe he overreacted. But, but this goes back to what I said. I feel bad for the police because now it's up to them to do something about the mentally ill wandering right. the streets. Because, yeah, this guy could have wandered into traffic, caused a 10-car accident besides endangering himself. And the police have to deal with this because we won't. People like Newsom and the rest won't find a way to get these people off the streets and into the help they need. Instead, it's all this. It's just a housing problem. No, this guy, this guy had housing. He didn't want it. He had, he, had a, he had a sober living home, at least. Didn't want it. Wanted to be standing on the one, on the 105 freeway. Cop yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. He's got bipolar. Right. Who knows and, what the voices like, were telling him. And, and, and then the police would have been blamed if he did cause that uh, massive accident. I, I mean, I, I, I'm so fed up of, of looking at news stories and trying to figure out, okay, what percentage of truth is in this? 10%, 20%? Yeah. It's just so frustrating and depressing. And you, uh, and you realize it all comes down to all the government workers not doing their jobs properly, just refusing to do what they should do for a living. All right, we will return in a few minutes. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com for forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, we become a podcast. It's magic. John and Ken On Demand on the iHeart app. And you could listen to whatever you missed. Anybody but George Gascon will be talking to yet another candidate who would like to be the Los Angeles County District Attorney. Coming up after the news at 3 o'clock, she reached out to us. She was part of that debate held by the Santa Monica Democratic Club the other night in which Gascon was a participant. So we'll talk about uh, her take on the job and, of course, what's wrong with Gascon, which is everything. Uh, She will be with us after the news at 3 o'clock. Well, you know what we haven't talked about probably in a couple of weeks is the migrant problem. I'm looking at a map because this story popped up today from wonderful NPR, National Public Radio. It's a very soft, very sympathetic story. But um, the headline is interesting. We have talked for years about perhaps relocating some of the homeless people, quote, out in the desert. Well, that's what they're doing with the migrants now. There is a place called Hakumba. I'm looking at the map here. Uh, it is just over the border inside the United States of America. Uh, if, you, if you're if you in Tijuana, Mexico, and you look due east and you're just over the border there, you'll see this uh, little town described as y- y- Yacumba Hot Springs. And according to this story in NPR, they have um, sent the migrants to unofficial camps in the California desert. All right. And, yeah. That's uh, Joe Biden has adopted uh, our plan, our uh, plan for years, and this Wait. is how NPR, I guess, got a tip on the story. So they sent a reporter, and it starts like this: On a chilly autumn morning in the California desert, on the side of a highway, two young men are asking for help. They tell NPR they're from Turkey. Wow. Mm. Well, they're just in time for Thanksgiving. <laughs> they crossed the U.S.-Mexico border a few minutes ago with about eighteen other people, and they're exhausted, and they ask for something unusual. Please call Border Patrol. And almost as soon as they say it, the Border Patrol rolls up and takes them. And it says this is what they want. They were told that if they cross over and turn themselves into Border Patrol, they're taking their first step towards getting a visa or a chance at asylum in the United States. Actually, so because more and more people are being told this and doing this, they have to have a place to put them. It's it's not true. You have a better chance of getting asylum if you go through an official checkpoint at the border. That's correct. If you just end up in in the desert and... Once you cross the border illegally, you have limited your chances. Now, it doesn't really matter because uh, you you won't have to go 
to your asylum hearing for many years. And if you show if you don't show up or you're denied, there's not going to be any action taken anyway. So eventually these people will find out that none of this really matters. Whether you went through a checkpoint or not, whether you had paperwork done or not, whether you go to the hearing or not, whether you're given asylum or not, it doesn't matter. It's all just this phony theatrics. Yeah, theater. Yeah. So uh, apparently this has been going on for months. Coyotes are dropping off 300 migrants at these at this miles-long gap in the border wall in SoCal in the desert, place called, again, uh, Hakumba, population about 600. Uh, they end up in camps like this, an open field near the highway. They give, they're given little tents, and they're given food and water. That's where we and they're told to just stay there until they are eligible for some type of processing. Processing. So, the Turkish guy <laughs> like, said that they left because of government persecution and poverty in Turkey. Oh, get out of here. And that's You're the not. key words for asylum is government persecution, right? Turkey doesn't prosecute, uh, persecute people. Stop now it. Everyone's given that's the right things fake. to say. Well, that's just it. That's what the coyotes tell you to say in order to qualify for an asylum hearing. Well, except the people in the camp are Kurdish. I heard that they come down hard on the Kurds in that part of the world, don't they? Some of the governments and the troops and stuff like that. Yeah, Kurds are out of favor. But how the hell do the Kurds get to Mexico? (laughs) It is the great question. How do they get from Turkey to Mexico? Somebody is financing There's got to be some cheap flights that get them somewhere to eventually get them to a place that they can take a transport. I think think it's more of these Uh, anarchist billionaires must be funding organizations. Right. To get these people flown to Mexico. And then NPR finds a woman from Honduras who says she left because I was getting threats for being gay. So they're hitting all the asylum points. Yeah, here. sure. I just <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just pay. You know what? It's like spin the wheel of oppression. What am I going to claim? Uh, what 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 uh, what oppressed minority group should I claim to be a member of in order to get fast tracked? Right. I mean, we recognize that the United States is a better place to live than many countries on the planet. But you're right. That is not uh, generally grounds for asylum. Or, not not uh, not for long if we keep up. Uh, Doing this. Then they finally found a man by the name of Jerry Schuster who says he owns the land that that they've been camping on. Oh, well. They're here for three days destroying my property. They'll be gone. I have to live with the destruction right here. He's an immigrant himself from Yugoslavia. Yeah. He says he bought this land 40 years ago, and then he found out that they were using it as a migrant camp. And he and, says it's a disgusting the, porta potty situation. And the government is using it as a migrant crate. You have you have the is that gov- eminent domain? They just yeah, can take it. Basically, and- yeah, the government just uh, decided to uh, uh, set up a migrant camp on this uh, private, privately owned land. Yeah, he says it's his private property. This little patch of desert. Oh. Yeah, well, you gotta fire a few warning shots there. Uh, they- <laughs> That'll clear everybody out. Uh, it's not clear where they they do take them away after a few days. It's just a continual. March of migrants well, they, to the camp, and because they, they they're out of storage facilities for migrants, right? Oh, listen to what some of them said that they've endured: uh, scabies, parasites, necrotic scorpion bites. People have seizures, diabetic emergencies, broken mm. bones, burns, lots of burns. Yeah, sure. That's uh, that's compassionate, isn't isn't it? Yeah, you you just. And this is coyotes charge these people thousands of dollars, and these poor people end up with all kinds of terrible diseases, and then they're left to rot in the desert. Oh, look at this. Then at nightfall, another group of migrants arrive. This time they're mostly Chinese, a few Ecuadorians and Guatemalans. Look at that. That's another long way to go. 
But yeah, you, right. to talk about government repression, I guess. Who's financing this? <laughs> Somebody's financing this to create a disruption in our society. And they've achieved it. Like in New York and Chicago, they, they have a lot of disruption. God, did you see the New York mayor? He's cutting the police department. He's cutting the fire department. He's cutting the education budget because he needs $8 billion over the next few years to oh, take care migrants? of the migrants. Wow. And, and if the stupid, dumb clucks in New York watch the, the police department further disemboweled so that migrants can be financed, this is what they vote for? This, this, you, then you deserve to have the city rot and die. Well, well, I, that, that, that is the nuttiest policy imaginable. And everybody in New York is what, going along with it? Highest taxes in the nation to live in New York City. Because they have a city income, um, income tax do, yes. on top of the state, on top of the federal government. City income tax. Right. And now you're going to get even fewer services because they need to support the migrants. And forget about sending your kids to a public school there. It's impossible. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're going to talk to a candidate for L.A. County District Attorney, another Gascon challenger, a judge. Deborah Archulita will be on with us. And I like it's part of her website. Her initials are D.A., isn't that great? That's, a, that's ex excellent. For In branding. Fact, yes. I believe that is her website. It's judge da for da.com. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was born to do it then. She was <laughs> Deborah Archer Lee. Even the judges are getting fed up with this. Yeah. We were reading an article where she was interviewed and she's got all the right ideas. Prop 47 is a disaster. Gascon's a disaster. And something you and I have talked about, which we ought to get into her, is that. He is very much in favor of gun control, Gascon, but doesn't believe in gun enhancements in charges against criminals. You and I have talked about this a lot in the last year or so, so this crowd that's so much about to take it away everybody's guns well, and they're a danger in society. When criminals actually use them, right. they don't believe in the enhancements for them. Maybe he wants us all dead. Uh, maybe. Hey, Syria, how, what, what else would happen if you let the criminals have the guns, but we can't have the guns? Well, who wins then? The criminals. Gascon's policy is to let the criminals keep their guns and us not to have them. Uh, I was looking at a funny story. <laughs> of course, people are, are flying for the holidays coming. The TSA wants to make sure you understand that in your carry-ons, you cannot have gravy. You can't have wine and you can't have uh, cranberry sauce, you see, because these are still considered like... Oh, they're all liquids, yeah. Some people, I guess, you know, because it's the holidays, they want to be gravy to grandma's house. I, gravy to I saw a woman who was stopped in line ahead of me, which, of course, yeah. clogged up the line because hmm. she was uh, bringing some kind of uh, jars of some kind of red sauce to her daughter. And she was very excited. She bought these jars special. This is the TSA checkpoint? Yes. Yes. This oh, is a, no. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, as the bags passed through. Mm. Her bag was flagged. It was put on a separate conveyor, but I was stuck behind her. And, uh, you know, she they said, well, you, you, you can't have this. You can only have three ounces. And right. she, she says, well, what do I do? And they said, well, you can take this back to your car if you want. 
<laughs> or find a way to put in check baggage, right? You can right, yes, you could do that, and uh, she turns was carry her. on into a check bag, I guess. And and you know, she just, and she went into a long story about how she bought the sauce for her daughter, and it's a surprise, and she's looking forward to it. It's like, lady, would you stop it? <laughs> Well, yeah. Remember, remember years ago, and we did we did this story. I think on more than one occasion, you had people that were like diabetic and they had their applesauce with them, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't let them. Oh get yeah, on the no. Plane TSA wants because to... they had to eat the applesauce on the plane to keep them, you know, their blood sugar. But they wouldn't let them through with their applesauce or no. I don't know some concoction, right? Because diabetics with applesauce, they're the most likely terrorists, right? <laughs> applesauce can be deadly. It could explode if it's mixed with but, the right components. Uh, yeah, com combination of stupid government. And ignorant people. All right. Well, we do have a warning uh, from a different uh, government outfit. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention wants you to know, uh, put down that peach. How about that nectarine? How about that plum? John, you always have these in your hands. It's really a distraction that you're eating all these fruits. and I hate all these foods. Oh, I, I know. Have you ever eaten a peach? I have eaten everything once. And... Oh. Uh, Right, that's so, a revelation. So I could, uh, for one reason, so when I say I don't like something, somebody goes, well, you probably never tried it. Yeah, it's like, no, I say. did, and I spit it out. Thanks. Yeah, that's, Thanks that's, for asking. No, no. Uh, yeah, there's been a listeria outbreak. Well, that's Linked bad. to peaches, nectarines, and plums, 10 hospitalizations, and one death. And it's a California farm called HMC Farms. They voluntarily recalled the fruit sold between May 1st and November 15th of last year, which we still have that around, and May 1st and November 15th of this year. Well, last year's fruit is... <laughs> I know. What, probably. That, what, what good is that recall going to do? It's probably pretty rotten by now. <laughs> that was Unless just... people freeze it, maybe? Could be that some know. people Ooh. buy fruit and freeze it. and Who has you know? a... Who because of a, inflation, they want to buy everything now and freeze it because it's going to cost more. a freezer full of frozen plums. Plums. Uh, the recall says it doesn't include peaches, plums, and nectarines currently being sold in stores. Mm -hmm. So, because that would be, I guess, fresher well, stuff. Well, I think what's happened has happened then. I mean, this stuff doesn't last very long, so. Uh, listeria symptoms include muscle aches, fever, tiredness. It could be two weeks after you consume the contaminated food. It would help if they found this out the week uh, that people were buying these fruits right, and eating the fruits. But, you know, to tell us a year and a half later, I, that doesn't really do any good. Now, how does the listeria get on the fruit? This isn't from the farm picking again, is it? Or is it from some other uh, some other source in the chain there? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, usually it's fecal matter, right? Every time there's a food. Well, yeah, that's usually E. coli, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's other things, though. One of the people was a pregnant woman who went into preterm labor. Uh, a spokesperson said their hearts oh, go out to everyone. Listeria bacteria can be found in soil, water, and animal feces. Oh, it could be animal poop. Contaminated manure used as fertilizer. Oh. There you go. Because it's they, a bacteria. And they think a lot more people may have been infected because some people just recover without medical care. They don't even know that they had the listeria infection. Found in moist environments. Mm. They found it on our moist line for a while. People were getting listeria, just calling in. Is this one of these things, though, where if you wash and wash the fruit, you might have a chance of getting rid of the. Uh, you know, just don't, don't eat fruit. So. All right. When we come back, we'll have another candidate who would like to knock out George Gascon from his job as Los Angeles County DA. 
Judge Deborah Archuleta is coming on the show, and uh, she's been a judge since 2016. She was at that debate the other night in Santa Monica before the Democratic Club at which Gascon participated. So we'll get her take on his uh, performance. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Sandy Wells in for Deborah Mark Live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.